Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time to check in with College Football Network's Cam Mellon for the latest on college football. 2015 10 and bounces away. Get the latest football news at collegefootballnetwork.com. Follow Cam on Twitter at Cam Miller. All right, Keaton Norway joins us. Uh, Cam Miller does on Thursdays, but he's got some commitments tomorrow, and uh, Cam offered to come on uh, today, and I said, sure, let's do that. So here we are on a Wednesday. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm terrific. It's a, it's a great midweek uh, you know, look-ahead wrap-up. I like Wednesday. It's a, it's a nice change for Thursday. Yeah. So last week, uh, Shrine Game on Thursday, uh, Senior Bowl uh, on Saturday, it's always interesting. We probably magnify more stuff. It's not like the final evaluation, but um, let's go back uh, uh, to Thursday. John Rice Plumley was among those that played in the Shrine Bowl, but give me any thoughts that you took out of that game from last week. You know, it, it does only a few things for us in those the quote simulated uh, game itself, and it just it helps further solidify who the players are on film. Uh, and I think if you look at it, it's very easy to look at a player like John Rice Pumley and see how they interact with the team going forward. Uh, but ultimately what you do is you look at, are they able to elevate talent around them for a quarterback specifically? And are they able to adapt to what is what is uh, essentially run as an NFL practice and then almost an NFL scrimmage game uh, at that point going forward? So to me, the takeaways, they don't do much. And I think you absolutely hit on the uh, on it, the, the nail on the head, so to speak, is that we, we, we blow it out of proportion. But. To me, uh, you have to look directly at Malik Washington, the receiver from from Virginia, uh, as a winner, and then Christian Boyd, the defensive tackle from Northern Iowa, who really put his name on the map. All right, uh, then the Senior Bowl. This was not an offensive fireworks day by any means, Um, so so maybe it's hard to judge. Maybe just a lot of great defenses uh, out there, but first the game itself, and then I want to ask you about a few players from that game. You know, again, same thing. This cements who they are. It spent what we know of them. And then I think the Senior Bowl itself, with Michael Penix opting out and Bonex playing very limited snaps, I think we saw that maybe come to, to fruition. Spencer Rattler, though, to me, I think if if you look at what he was able to do, put the spin on the ball, I think people got a real real look at how effortless it is for him to throw the football. But ultimately, again, same thing. I'm looking for players who maybe made, made a name for themselves more so than they had before. And Jackson Powers Johnson, the center, from Oregon, and then Quinya Mitchell, who was fringe first-round player in the cornerback in Toledo. I think he cemented himself in that first round specifically because of his efforts, not just in the game, but but all week at practice in Mobile. I know agents and NFL teams play a factor in something like this. Panix did work out uh, for three days, opted to not play. Um, is that anybody uh, uh, a red flag or no? Probably not. I, I would assume that... Uh, Maybe it now goes on to the, the senior bowl staff of vetting those players that might be fringe first round players and, and thinking about a little bit more. Are they going to play in the game with the new the new uh, realm of opting out of these simulated scrimmages or bowl games now at this point? Uh, it might make the senior bowl staff a little bit more cautious, I guess, around certain players. No, no red flag for Michael Penix. You don't want him to get injured in, in one of those games. He learned. We learned what we needed to from practice from him. Uh, you mentioned Spencer Rattler and. Um... 
you know, transfers Oklahoma to South Carolina, maybe never gets the level that people had thought he was going to be, and yet, as you said, made the most of a few days here. We talked over the years, some guys just maybe need to get to the NFL game, that their uh, skill set's better suited there. But what is it about Rattler that made some people go back and go, hang on, let's go back and look at the uh, evaluation here? Yeah, if you look at it, he was on schedule with everything. He picked up the speed of the NFL playbooks. The it, It's very different, obviously, as we all know. Um, he kept himself on schedule. He kept his footwork on schedule. And ultimately, again, you see how effortless it is for him to throw the football, put the spin on it that needs to drive, then the power behind some of his throws. Uh, but also, and this is one of the things I, I look at during the season as well, what are these players, specifically quarterbacks, doing on the sidelines? Are they helping? Are they coaching up their, the players around them? Are they working on what went wrong? Are they hyping on what went right? And that's what Rattler did all week long, even during practice. He was in his coach's hip pockets. He was with his receivers, with his running backs, with the offensive linemen. A true pro's pro, and I think that's what Rattler did. He showed that he is ready for the NFL. Um we always talk about, uh, you know, you mentioned a Mac, uh, a defensive back, but there are some guys that make a lot of money in Mobile that, that that have three, four years of film, but all of a sudden now you put them up against P5 guys, All-Americans. Um, anybody else perhaps uh, uh, moved up around or more from last week? You, and probably the two players that I mentioned, it's not a P5 guy at all, but a, a center in Jackson Powers Johnson, who now I think showcased he can play guard uh, or center in the NFL, and I think Maybe he moved up around. If you look at where centers have been drafted recently, the the value for a center is going up and up and up. And I think him right now, Powers Johnson, probably pushed himself into the first round. And I don't think we can have maybe anybody else besides Quinn Mitchell that say they cemented themselves a round up. Um, I think if he was in the 40s uh, player rankings overall, he's definitely now in the 20 uh, overall range, 20 to 30 for for Quinn Mitchell. Uh, maybe you look at a guy. Trying to, trying to look at my, my board here. A guy who we've had on the radar, Christian Haynes from UConn, the offensive lineman. He was uh, he entered the year as the top senior offensive lineman for us in the interior and proved his worth, the guy from UConn who just moved and balled people around. So a couple of them, definitely Christian Haynes and Quinny Mitchell, take the, take the cake. Uh, believe it or not, somebody did ask me to ask, and I know he had a couple of catches, Luke McCaffrey. I mean, again, another player who... We know who he is at this point and proved who he is. I think he's probably not a top-tier receiver, but absolutely NFL. Luke McCaffrey's a, a receiver four who you can make something happen with at the uh, at the NFL level. Didn't quite necessarily steal the show. I, I leave that to Roman Wilson from Michigan who stole the show yeah. from wide receiver position, but uh, Luke McCaffrey did do well. Um, Braden Fisk at Florida State. He's 24. Does that help or hurt? probably hurts because of the wear and tear on the trenches. You, you look at uh, what is, it's probably 30 where they start to wear down just after running back stream before any other positions really. So uh, he's got he's got his rookie contract to really do a lot of damage. Um, and if we've seen even the top tier players start to uh, fade as they turn 30 and, and turn the corner there. So Fitz has his, his work cut out for him. He's got to make an impact immediately if he wants to sign that uh, a bigger second contract in the NFL. All right, you know everybody, uh, and if if we go to your site, you can play Draft Simulator and have fun uh, for hours, but everybody kind of updates after uh, uh, last week what mock drafts look like, and, and there's a whole bunch out there. And uh, I, I'm curious, and I, I just saw, I mean, you know Matt Miller, and, and Matt posted two rounds, three quarterbacks, three wide receivers, one through six. That would be interesting. That would be rich. I could... I could see it. It's probably not based on the best players overall. If you're looking at that realm, you're looking at actual position, positional value and need for the teams that are in those first six picks. 
I don't see it happening, but I do see maybe some teams getting scared uh, and then getting a run, not wanting to miss their guys. So you're going to overdraft a little bit if you're there. But uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors as, uh, as your top two receivers, if Roman Dunze does get in there, it, it, it would not surprise me. He did, by the way, have J.J. McCarthy at 13 to the Raiders. Uh, I'm not going to go as far as to say 13 for J.J. McCarthy, just based on what we know of him. I will say the, the hype around him as it continues to grow, there's a lot to work with with J.J. McCarthy, a, a moldable guy who could eventually become a very good NFL pro. Not ready to put him in the in the realm of Caleb Williams or Drake May, though. What do you make of, uh, okay, let's uh, uh, stick there uh, to a degree with Harbaugh. Um, he doesn't inherit a bad team in San Diego, uh, but a team that has some flaws. He's brought some of his Michigan people with him. They've hired some NFL people. When you get now the college coach, which that fad was gone, that makes that jump now to the NFL, a mindset a little bit different. Um, I'm just curious what you think Harbaugh's mindset of talent evaluation and and what the Chargers suddenly become. It's interesting to me because I think that's one of the things he did well at Michigan was develop the talent there. So it may not reap its benefits right away, but with players that he's going to bring in and players who's going to help coach, we might be seeing some players unlock their potential. So you have a guy, I believe, Quentin Johnson, right? Uh, former first-round receiver out there who we know is incredibly talented. Can Harbaugh unlock and, and help develop these players? He did such a great job at Michigan of doing that. It's harder in college to keep them around because NIL and transfer and in the NFL draft, he can keep these players around there. So I think maybe not this next season, but absolutely within a year or two, uh, you know, 18, 19 months, we should start seeing the benefits of Harbaugh's ability to coach and develop the talent. It will be interesting to see what he does in free agency, though. I think that's really where we get a good showing of his hand that he's got with the roster there. I know teams tell you, hey, we take the best guy at that slot, but as you know, as a roster management process, who I'm losing in free agency that I'm not likely going to bring back a team like the Dolphins. You take Christian Wilkins, who's a free agent. Um, Does that suddenly make Miami go, hey, tackle's got to become a priority uh, for us? Um, and, And if so... Has that backside of the first round look if they were to go a, a place like that? You know, you have, it depends on where the, that value is going to be, but there are multiple. I think we look at how hurt they were in the playoffs for, on the edge as well. I think they could take any defensive lineman at that spot and be incredibly happy. I think we've seen what Austin Jackson finally take that, uh, that proverbial leap from right tackle, so they don't need a right tackle. Um, but if you look at that, I think you couldn't go wrong if you're Miami and you, you know what you have on offense, let's fix the defense and not allow. 50 points, uh, you know, 40 points, whatever it is, that they're not going to be able to not score on offense. Uh, and you have Byron Murphy, the defensive tackle from Texas, possibly there. You have Leonard Taylor from Miami staying in town as well that could be on the fringe. Uh, but ultimately, I think you might even be sitting there with a Jared Verse off the edge um, or Chop Robinson, one of those two off the edge that, that they could choose right at 21. So it's a, it's a, a who's who of picks that they might have there. Uh, you can follow his work at Cam Miller uh, on X and Twitter. Uh, be sure to check out uh, College Football Network, also at CFN 365. Get the clicks right there to PFN 365. Enjoy the draft simulator. Lots of fun stuff. It's a great time. Thanks for hopping on today. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. My pleasure, Mark, as always. Thank you. Cam Miller, good insight. Uh, we get done with the uh, College All-Star Games. And uh, now, if you're a draft, Nick, I mean, start getting to private workouts coming up soon. Who doesn't love when those are televised and we're live for this quarterback's workout? And I mean, we've hyped those in the past, but this year's class, you know, when we're going to be there for pro days of Caleb Williams, and we'll be there for all these projected uh, high quarterbacks and Drake May, Jaden Daniels. It'll be fun uh, with uh, a lot of time between now and the actual draft.
uh, itself. Tomorrow night, Thursday, it's another edition of UCF Night Talk live from Metal Mushroom down by the campus of UCF. Johnny Dawkins will be with us. We'll get a night player as well. Rich Wallace, UCF baseball coach, will be our spring uh, coach guest as well in the back end of the show, and they begin their season uh, next uh, Thursday. But we'll talk with Johnny. The Knights, no game midweek. Uh, and then off to Texas Tech, who just lost their third in a row, losing at Baylor uh, last night before then a trip uh, to BYU. So a couple of big games coming up for UCF. We'll talk with Johnny about the big one over Oklahoma, who did bounce back beating BYU last night in what is the amazing Big 12. But uh, UCF Night Talk live tomorrow at 6 o'clock from Metal Mushroom, Corner of Alafaya and Colonial. Among the things in the 11 o'clock hour, yesterday was a big day in sports media news that we're still kind of sorting through what it all means for you as a sports fan, where on the surface, like, wow, I got one place to get all my sports. Well, kind of, except a few of the things that maybe you do watch. But what does the latest news of these three companies coming together mean for a sports streaming service? We'll chat with someone that does the deep dive on that. But the hour kicks off with the news next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.